0: I don't want to be cold anymore.
1: I don't either. I'm over it. I'm done. I had a guy tell me this week uh, that he got his winter blood. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm getting my winter blood. I'm like, what's that? He goes, you know, when you don't get get cold anymore in the winter. (laughs) I'm like, what a great term. I think now after last week I got my winter blood. Okay. How about you? You got yours yet?
0: Uh, No. I don't know. Okay. I would rather have it be cold than snowy, though. And let me explain. Like, I would rather wake up to minus 10 and no snow and still be able to drive somewhere Mm -hmm. in a decent amount of time than get half an inch of snow, have it be 30 degrees out.
2: Half an inch?
0: It it doesn't matter. Today, it wasn't that much. Any
1: bit of snow
2: immediately
1: ruins your day because well, everyone drives so Yeah, but negative
2: 10 is like a bit much.
1: I know. I I think so too. Anything but you okay, neither, less than 10. Less than 10. You guys
0: don't live in the city of St. Paul. Oh, your here streets we go. get plowed. The streets of
1: hard. Your streets,
0: streets get plowed. I
2: live like 3 miles she away lives, from yeah, St. Paul. Paul is, is, yeah, you Yeah, but
0: you're in Prospect Park. Prospect Park. park. No, Prospect that, Park gets plowed that before. That is wow. not the part of
2: Prospect <laughs> park. park I'm in.
0: <laughs> Prospect Prospect Park gets plowed before. Frogtown gets a fun plowed. Tongue twister. I, it's not because now I'm kind of like, should we put pop shields on all of these? But Prospect Park gets plowed before Frogtown does, I promise.
2: Oh yeah, oh. but not but you don't know the part of Prospect Park I There's live no in. There's no
1: slums of Prospect Park. Oh, there are not. You would be surprised. I played hockey there in college. That's where we went and skated. I
2: school. don't even know if where nice I would live area. is called Prospect Park. Oh, now, it's on now the we're very, backing out. very, very edge. Now well, she's
0: backing out of Prospect what, Park. But do you know what's on the edge of Prospect Park? It's like St. Anthony Park.
2: It's No. It's, yeah,
1: it's nice. That's nice, too. You guys, St. St. Anthony go Anthony look, is, look it up. I'm go look it up right on now. Google Maps. It's beautiful. Right it's you can beautiful. go look it up. Well, while we're looking it up, let's cut ourselves another girls' high school hockey show.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the girls high school, her ice podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's cafe, three generations of great food for any special occasion, the red and black league, the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota and summit orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the twin cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. Now here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep it cool. Used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news. What you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool. Kayla, I owe you an apology. Why? Because Prospect Park borders Stadium Village. It's it's that's still in nice this area. Nice area. That's the technical neighborhood that the city of Minneapolis has... Demarcated as just east or just west.
1: She's still she's ready to roll. Come I on, told let's you. throw it out there. There's no slums of Prospect Park though. There are no.
2: You can come visit me.
1: Oh, I'd like that. Is um, that an invite? It's right next to. Yes. Silly. What's your boyfriend's name?
2: Jake. I already J- told you that. It's, Jake. Yeah, it's your son's name. <laughs> You said it was a basic name, and it's then you said so I can say basic that. Basic
1: because my son is named that. <laughs> literally, I named my son Jacob, and literally, like three weeks later, I met fifteen but of guess them.
2: Guess what? My boyfriend's name is Oh, just Jake. Just
0: Jake. Not not, not Jake. Does he work
2: at State Farm? No. That would be even
0: no. cooler. He does construction, right?
2: No. He works in HVAC.
0: Yeah, HVAC. Well, I mean, same oh. thing. Oh, same, same thing. Okay. Now, same now thing. the boyfriend's getting ripped. I love it. <laughs> he still wears Carhartts unironically.
2: He does not. Know. We've
0: Damn. never met Jake.
2: No, we haven't. Someday I we're
0: gonna meet. I, Jake. Oh, we are for sure gonna meet him at the company Christmas party that we've never had.
1: I was like, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what <kind laughs>
1: <of> I've worked <laughs> for
0: Utah <laughs> Gap for eight years, and we've never had a Christmas we're, party. We're getting closer. Do you know we're why we've never closer. had a Christmas party? Why? Because we work every Christmas. Because <laughs> somebody here. Schedules events the morning after Christmas. Close. Close it's the twenty. I haven't it's had a New Year's Eve year. off in it's five a, years. Yes.
1: Twenty-eighth. Yes, twenty-eighth through <laughs> the thirtieth we start. So <laughs> Trust me, I have I have three children and a wife who remind me of this at all times.
0: So yeah. well they're their cries have fallen on deaf ears, so now it's up to your uh, hardy co-workers oh thank sure you hardy idea. co-workers we got a lot of, <laughs> we got a lot
1: of news and top tens before our big interview today with augie erdahl, erdahl head coach at uh Apple i hope to god his name is augie because that's what it's in my phone and his name is Don, he signs man. off by augie in his emails to me so i'm guessing it's Augie. Oh. all right um let's go uh top 10 top five Let's go speed
0: round. Give me your top 10. What was it? All right. I have a top 10 for Class 2A. We're going to start with Andover. Any surprises there?
1: Well, no, although they
0: were defeated by Gentry. But okay. but I, I still think they're best team in the state. Uh, number two, Minnetonka. Yep. Number L- three. Lost, lost,
1: to, lost to
0: Andover. Number three, Edina. Ooh, wow. That's
1: a bit of a surprise. I still think Gentry's better than them.
0: Number four, Gentry. We're okay. five Maple and, Grove. And you just,
1: did Gentry go down because of their loss? Yes,
0: and because they and made the, me read that score sheet.
1: And the double-digit goals they allowed to World?
0: I just wasn't thrilled with that. I wasn't either. I wasn't, wasn't either. thrilled with
1: that. Okay, five got to be Maple Grove. They five have, is Maple Grove. I don't think Maple Grove is
0: right? going to move from five because whoever <laughs> they lose to, I'm going to be able to make a case that, well, they should have lost to this team. Right, it's
1: going to be like, can we just cement them in they We're at just going to stay at five. Uh, right.
0: Benilde St. Margaret's at six. They move up from, it moves up from eight. I think that's an excellent call after their big win over Warroad. Hey, thanks. Uh, Hill Murray at seven. Mm-hmm. Moorhead at eight. They had a weird week. Morehead, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Rogers at nine and Stillwater at ten.
1: I like that. That's good. Like that's okay. It nice didn't work. change
0: nearly as much nice as I work. thought it would.
1: Who's kind of uh, on the outside knocking?
0: Holy Family. Yeah. Just, they, beat they beat Blake last Blake. night four to one. Uh for a while I thought Blake might be knocking on that. Yeah, door. both of them. It was Blake, kind of
1: like a, a play, like a, a leather belt match to be- get in the top ten last Blake night. Blake and Holy it?
0: Family are both right just on that cusp. Cage match. But now that Stillwater just put the pedal to the metal on Woodbury, I don't know if I can knock them out.
1: Nope. I agree. Oh. I
0: agree. Uh Class A. Almost no change. Warroad stays at number one. They bounce back after Speaking losing cement to Benilde and they hang 10 <laughs> on Gentry Academy. <laughs> yeah. uh, number two is Orno. They'll take the place of Proctor Hermantown. Proctor Hermantown moves to three after losing to Champlain Park, Coon Rapids. Crookston at four. Holy Angels at five.
1: I think you're discounting Champlain Park, Coon Rapids a little there too much.
0: I'm not discounting them. Okay. I think I just I think am, they're a good. They're a good team. I'm not team. discounting them. I think I am accurately counting them. I did not expect Champlain Park to beat Proctor Herman I'm sorry. Did,
1: do they still play the uh, Big uh, Big East ACC Challenge or the Big East in, in men's basketball? They still have that, right? I have no idea. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like. It's like early. The only tur-
0: the only tournament that I ever think of with college basketball is the Maui Invitation. Right.
1: World. It's kind of like, but so they, they, they take, play it
0: at a hotel ballroom in Hawaii. They kind
1: of align. They align the uh, top ACC team with the Big Ten top team, and they just kind of go down to so the 11th place team and plays the 11th. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't it be interesting to have a late conference Northwest Suburban Challenge? That would be awesome. Because I think say this that on year, air. Somebody's going to take that and run with it. I think Northwest Suburban beats Lake Conference I think in they a do landslide. Too. I think they do, too. Okay. I just um, want to get that out there.
0: If Crookston had beaten Blaine, <laughs> then I might have yes. been inclined to move them ahead of Proctor-Hermantown just for fun. We learned a lot
1: from that one game, don't we? We Those did. Those two Crookston games taught us a ton about
0: the, yeah. the rankings. I, don't, I'm st- I, I still don't think I'm going to drop Crookston.
1: As a ranker, though, as a ranker, don't you love those games who, like, who like stamp
0: your approval? And then there's those games that just kill your approval. We'll get to that later. Right. So Crookston and Holy Angels rounds out the top five. No issues with either of those?
1: No. I mean, I, I think that Holy Angels is good, but we don't know anything about them yet. I think that Mountain West Tonk is good. I think there's a few teams out there. Uh, South St. Paul hasn't have a quality win yet. I think they're in the conversation. They've more my quality good, losses than anything. Right. Else. My, my, my good friends in Mankato lost a Litchfield. I think that's going to come up. I mean, there's no one really making a, a strong enough case for top five yet. In,
0: no, we're, we're still early. We're a third of the way through the season, maybe right, a fourth of the way through right. the season. So still a lot of room, a lot of room for movement.
1: All right, I got some news tidbits for you, Peter. No, you uh, don't. Two uh, young ladies uh, committed uh, this week, just recently. Macy Peterson from uh, Brainerd, Little Falls, to post, and Rachel Agutter flipped her commitment from Saint Alsoms Ansums. I never get that one right uh, to Assumption, which is in Worcester. Massachusetts, yes. It I is. need to put that out there a few times because I, I, think our general readers know where Franklin Pierce is now, but some of these newbies that Where's are joining Franklin the new Pierce again, it's in New Hampshire. <laughs> um, but I just like some of these newbies schools out there. I kind of when we do their commitments there, I like to kind of. Remind people where this is. And I put the New Ha Conference in there because I'm a big New guy. guy. Um, it's that Northeast Women's Hockey Association where they have these teams that a lot of our kids from Minnesota are going to.
0: Yeah. If you want to learn a little bit more about Assumption, it's a Catholic school. Yep. It has a good pre-med program. That's a program. shocker. That's a shocker. You're welcome. And their
1: mascot is...
0: Very Assumptive.
1: <laughs> you don't have it, do you?
0: No, I don't. I do know who the coach is, it's... and I have his contact information, and I forgot to call him.
1: This is a good one. I looked I have to look up these scores and for some reason as much as I pimp the Newha they don't do a very good job of putting their scores into the CHN Did you just say app. pimp? Yes, like I'm a big proponent of, what right? Year is this. Okay? I just a big fan of them, right? So I'm a big Newha guy. So as much as I am, I I, I begrudge them every Friday and Saturday when they don't post their scores to College Hockey. Well, maybe news, now they will. I know they won't. I doubt it. But they never put their scores in there, so I have to go to their website. So now I know, I'm going to have a good trivia here, Stonehill College, mm-hmm. what is their mascot? I laugh every time I get to their page looking for scores.
0: Why, hold, it's such oh, it's the, a it's weird the blue, it's name. The, it's the Blue Hens. No, that's, oh, that's Delaware. No, I'm thinking of Stonehill Farms. Stonehill no, Skyrockets. Why? Look it up. Skyrockets. Is there I'm campus like, on Cape I don't No.
1: <laughs> I have no idea why, but I just was like,
0: Wow, that seems kinda of a us. You know who, 60s You know name. who came up with that? I have no was idea. There's a bunch of professors at Stonehill who were sitting around one day yeah. drinking mulled wine, yes. and like, Hey, you know that song that goes skyrockets in, in flight? flight? Oh, yeah, that's a great that's name. A good well, one. Let's do it. It All right. I don't know. I have no idea, but I thought it was That's a good where eye. it comes from. It's gotta be. All right,
1: so we got the two commits. Yep. Here's an interesting one. We brought this up on the boys' show uh, Sunday night, and it came across our wire, we'll call it. Uh, Let's <laughs> talk about a 70s term. Words. came across our wire that uh, Moorhead, both boys and girls, were not allowed, the radio station in Moorhead, was denied access to deliver a radio broadcast, not a... Video broadcast. Whoa,
0: censorship, dude.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, and I still haven't gotten to the bottom of this with the athletic director at Minnetonka High School, Ted Schultz. But it is a, it is school property, so he would have some knowledge as to why this group from Moorhead, you know, who's trying to, you know, some poor broadcast old, a some game. Poor some poor old guy's man driving who shows around up. In his Ford F one fifty wants to hear the game, you know, and just. I think it's BS. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that one. Maybe i will report for both of our boys and girls pod listeners next week on that topic.
0: I think that is a topic that deserves more discussion. We don't have time right now, but I think it's an interesting – I did an article a couple of years ago, shameless plug, about what I believed was an incoming digital turf war between outlets trying to cover high school hockey. And I interviewed Dave LeVake, who's the the prep reporter for the Star Tribune, which is the preeminent outlet. And he, he gave you the interview, which was great. Oh, yeah. We, we have a good working relationship. No, no, I don't. But,
1: but literally, some of the stuff that he said to us in that interview was, it was really interesting to me, but wasn't a huge read on our website. But I thought it was
0: great. No, but I think we're entering a new phase of that war, which yeah. is the battle over streaming services. We had three streaming services at a game Friday night. that ostensibly should have been ours alone. It was our event. We invited the teams. We bought the ice. We booked the times. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I, what, and not to... 2 our home, but what did we do? We were benevolent gods, and we gave everybody
1: a space. Yeah, we did. Because I know what it's like to show up. You've committed to broadcasting a game. You show up, and someone tries to pull the plug on you. I'm like, I'm never doing that. To somebody, it just it's wrong. Prove it. You know, I, I feel strong enough in our platform and our deliverable that people will follow us and watch us and listen to us, no matter how many people are there. And I've said this before. I thought if we just showed up at Minnetonka for that Andover. Um, in a talking game, I guarantee we would have had a bigger audience. Just because we're on YouTube and Bally's is on a cable network provider that you can't get access to. And we have a large following in, in girls and boys high school hockey. Well, and more ca- I'll be willing to take it. I'll go at you. Bally's, I'll go at you. Well, all these other providers. Cause I think we've done a good job building a good foundation of listeners. Prove it. That's my thing. Don't try to legislate it.
0: But at its worst, it's more cameras on the game. Yeah, so it's more people watching the game. Totally agree. Which is never a bad thing. Why? Why would that ever be a bad thing? We
1: had a guy from an outlet come for the Duluth East uh, St. Thomas game on a subscription base. I'm like, do you realize that this game is being broadcasted by for free? For free by Carl, who's a Duluth East maiden. Love. And and Jeff Papis for free. I mean, this is gonna be better, not better broadcast than the one that you have to pay
0: for. And that's where the that's and where I'm the like, rub is gonna be is who can who can deliver it for the lowest cost?
1: That's us. We're never charging. People are like, How much does it cost? I'm like, it's never gonna cost anything. We'll just I'd rather not do it than charge somebody. Wow. I'm going to hold
0: you to that. No, now that's being recorded. Uh, well, <laughs> so next uh, we, week when we you do, see a I 395 say, uh, uh, let me plus that. tax I chart. qualify
1: that. We do have one event where we do charge, and it's the show in the summer.
0: Well. <clears throat> If it's the only one. And, if anybody and else, knows it. if anybody else saw our books after the show, they would understand why we <laughs> charge for those streams. You mean those that, negative years? That dude, that <laughs> tournament is the biggest bath this side of the Titanic yeah. sinking.
1: We love the event, but man, it was a bath until we it's actually a, it's turned. A once we turned it to pay per view, we actually came out even. We're a little bit ahead. Which, so.
0: which made it, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll discuss right. the economics of, yeah, later. of hockey at some um, point. We
1: had some upset specials. Uh, we have some more coming up for today, but uh, we, took, speaking of baths, both of us took a bath on our upset specials <laughs> this week. Uh, mine lost 8-1 last night. Woodbury mm. go Royals. And then did you end up taking, Kayla, did he end up taking, did I, did I con him into the Crookston one? Or did he just did he just pick Crookston and Pickens? No,
2: he um, he did Blaine versus Maple Grove. Oh wow! Because yeah. you made him changes. Yeah, you made him on the Wyzetta one, right? Wyzetta. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, was that over like Blake or somebody? Or no, it was
0: Wyzetta over Moorhead. Moorhead <laughs> scored five times in the first. Yeah, period. so that one was wrong too. Uh, yeah, but I was wrong on both. Maple Grove shuts out Blaine four to nothing. Yeah, eh. mm-hmm. I thought they might win a close one.
1: All right, well, we'll have some coming up later, and then we'll get into our games of the past here really quick, um, w-
0: but you kind of, what happened?
1: There was like a what, what the happened. hell happened right. on
0: Friday, man? Yeah.
1: Well, you were doing the 0 game with Crookston. That, does that count as a what the hell happened?
0: No. Well, no? that one was just kind of a bummer. I <laughs> I was so sad that nobody won that game. It was a, it was such a good game. There was so much pace. That was the fastest game I've really? ever seen. And not just because it was zero zero. There were so few offsides. The and the only stoppages of play were Campbell Fridgie and Haley Hansen hanging onto the puck. Yeah. Oh, so it just it was a quick game. Uh made it over to Moe's at the rink, which is the new restaurant yep. attached to Fogarty Ice Arena. Love it. So got over there. Speaking for of a,
1: attached, does do they have the tether still attached to the Zamboni?
0: Uh, we were on the. Other oh, no rink. way. Like the Spring Lake Park rink? Yeah. Whatever that. Got, I don't know the. The Crookston Blaine girls game got bumped for the Wisconsin Rapids yeah. wh- Whippersnappers playing the. The the Tri Town Donkeys in some, I don't (laughs) know. Careful,
1: careful, careful.
0: Fine. It was some game that I had no idea who was playing. The
1: Blue Ox versus the Sasquatch or something? No, it was.
0: There is a Squatch
1: team. It was the Whipper.
0: It was the Whippersnappers. It was was not the Whippersnappers. The Whippersnappers and the Candy Canes.
1: It was was not. All right. Um, Okay. before we get into the rest of the games of the past, quick shout out to Jack's Cafe. Uh, they sponsor this part of the show. Uh, Jack's Cafe, uh, one of the best classic restaurants. Uh, I went to Monte Carlo for my birthday last week. That's probably the last time. No offense to Monte Carlo, that I'm going there because after being at Jack's three or four times in the past year, couldn't hold a candle to it. Wow, it was just average. Everything was average. The service was average. The food was average. Everything was average compared to Jack's Cafe. And I would put those two in that classic restaurant, steakhouse type of uh, place. Uh, The attention to detail at Jack's is phenomenal. The drinks, phenomenal. Service, phenomenal. The atmosphere, phenomenal. Parking, phenomenal.
0: I thought it was fantastic. I'm so glad you brought up parking. That's one of my biggest fears when I go out in Minneapolis and downtown St. Paul, for that matter, is finding parking that, number one, I can afford because parking... Prices have gotten insane and a place where I can actually find a spot and there is no shortage of parking at Jack's Cafe. All
1: right, so you went through your what the hell happens, didn't you?
0: No, I haven't. Let's go. We got uh, 13 Champl-
1: games in four minutes. Champlin
0: Park, Coon Rapids over Proctor-Hermantown. Two empty net goals, so 5-2 to two, maybe not a super accurate barometer. It's still a barometer of the of the a Double A. I I think they're good. I think it makes Section 5 one of the most exciting sections to no keep an question. eye on this year. No I would rather watch Section 5 than Section 6. Oh, this year? No question.
1: Absolutely. Not even close. That's not even a stretch.
0: Benilde St. Margaret's over Warroad. That's a big one right there. What that is the a big score one. It was 4-3. to three. Oh, okay. alright um, All three lines chipped in with a goal for Benilde. And when it was first published on the Girls Hockey Hub, it had Mia Rooney with 38 saves on 41 shots. Uh, psych! It was Demetra Walsmo, Walsmo with yeah. 38 saves on yep. 41 shots. I appreciate Benilde uh, faithful not jumping down my throat for that one. I do apologize for misrepresenting who was in goal now i understand the thought that well it's a class a there's a the top 10 class no. a team they should be able to be the class a team are you, are you? no, no. Warode is one of the top five teams regardless of three. class and the questions that i had and coming they proved team, it too by beating scoring 10 goals, 10 goals against gentry, gentry. And the questions that we had about Benilde coming into the game were: Where are they going to find goals? Is the goaltending going to show and up they like you we know, can? And they got it. They got so it. So, for the sure, team, got forty saves. They got it. Is the team starting to gel? Or forty a shots. Bit? So, yeah. Is going to start causing a ruckus I in Section it. Six?
1: Well, you know, we know they got the talent. We know they got the talent. All right, you got a motor. Got a motor. I got two a minutes. motor.
0: Uh Moorhead over Wyzetta, eight to one, five goals in the first That's period score. for the Spuds. Minnetonka defeats Moorhead the next day, two to one in overtime. overtime. Warroad over Gentry Academy, 10-7. That was a barn burner. Yep. Edina over Holy Family, two to one. Yep. Good showing by the fire and a good showing by the Hornets. Yep. Andover over Rogers, three to one. Impressed that the Royals kept it that yeah, close. I didn't know that score. But yeah. uh, I believe the Huskies outshot them by a two to one margin. Okay. Good win for Holy Angels over Mound West Tonka. Yep. Mound West talking one of those sneaky teams in, in the same 6, seven range
1: They're in the same section
0: and then last night Stillwater over woodbury eight to one i saw that game ouch I don't think it's the best litmus test for Stillwater. no they were clearly the better team over woodbury no nope. uh world over crooks then eight to one they outshoot the pirates ouch. like 56 to eight 56 to eight double I ouch it. i saw it holy family over blake in the battle for uh the 11th rank. is that 4-1. the coach's
1: corner curse 'Cause what? we interviewed the Crookston coach. Do we curse her? I don't
0: think Don all is gonna be afraid of okay. going all into right. the coach's corner. All right. Rogers over Champlin Park, Coon Rapids, two to one in overtime. That is this tells big, you a lot, big, doesn't big. it? And then Litchfield Dassel, cocato over Mankato East, three to one.
1: I think how good Champlin Park would be if they had June Summon on that team.
0: Uh, think about how good Champlain Park would be if they let all of those 15 or those yes, 12 the eighth play.
1: graders. Eighth yeah, graders. they'd be good. They're going to be good next year, in too. In two years. They'll be in good. In two years, that is going to be a They'll very be good. Maybe very, even very next good year. Good team. Maybe a even very next good year. Team. Love it. All, all right. right. I
0: think we made it all the way.
1: Congratulations. And thanks to Jack's Cafe for bringing us that segment. We're going to take it into a segment uh, the Red and Black uh, League Coaches Interview with Augie Erdahl from Apple Valley High School.
0: We're now joined by Apple Valley High School head coach Don Augie Erdahl. He's been around since 2010. He has amazing staying power for a high school coach in today's climate. <laughs> Don, we appreciate you joining us, and i got to ask, first and foremost, why is your nickname Augie? <laughs>
3: it's a great question. Uh, shortest possible version of it, my dad is a twin, Don and Jim. Jim had Donnie. Donnie had Jimmy. Got way too confusing, so I got named after Augie doggie from the Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, my God. And yes, there is a tattoo on my leg, and no, you cannot see it. What? Why not? Hold on. You,
0: hold on. you can't just tease us like that. How big is it? It's
3: it, um six by six. I mean, decent size. Lower leg, upper leg? It's upper. Okay. I'm not. Then I don't want I, to see. I can't it. access it from All the right. ground. So I'm, yeah. I'm Googling
0: what. I'm Googling Augie the doggy cuz that seems like it's a little uh Oh, out of, that's oh
3: awesome. My God.
0: I know Augie the doggy. Did you ever yeah. see Augie? Augie doggy
3: and doggy daddy?
0: Did yeah. you ever see Augie doggy in Little Wonder?
3: Uh I don't know if I have. It was my dad's favorite cartoon. So that's how it it's came of. school.
0: It looks like Augie doggy the, graduated.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the four times that he's called me Donald in my life I remember very vividly and don't want to revisit. So oh, we'll it. stick with Augie from here on out. All right.
0: Well, I have so many follow up questions for the next time we interview you. I want to see the tattoo and I want to know the four times that your dad ever called you Donald. Thank you again for joining us today. We know you're on your prep period, and before you start firing away, I got one more question. Okay, go ahead. You teach business. What does a business class look like in 2022? Are you teaching the kids about TikTok algorithms?
3: Uh, We do quite a bit of social media stuff, which is, it's really fascinating to them. Um, So for example, this trimester, we have uh, personal money investing. So it's all investing 101. Uh, They learn how compound interest works, where to put your money, where they can invest right now and in the future. Uh, We do a podcasting class. First time we're doing it this year. Stole it from Wyzetta High School. We used it as an English credit. We're doing it as uh podcasting 101, so the business aspect of it. And then they use our Eagle Eye studio to actually produce it. So they have to make five five-minute podcasts throughout the trimester. And then we have a sports and entertainment marketing class. So those are my five this, this try.
0: I'm out of eligibility, but I would like to attend Apple Valley High School. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: really I,
1: cool. That seems like kind of a hands-on, real-world type stuff versus some of the stuff we learned back in high school.
3: I tell the kids in the investing class, I said, if I could go back and take any class, even though it's with me as the teacher, despite that, I would want to take that one because if I knew now what I could no, at your age uh my portfolio would look a little bit different now when you say you as a
1: teacher does that mean that you're really proud of how good a teacher you are or you think you're just a crappy teacher mm,
3: i'm not saying bad but some kids get sick of me because i'm the only business teacher so they got to see me way too often or you know a little bit loud i have the coach voice in class so you know they get after 60 days together you can tell they're ready to move on
1: besides girls hockey do you coach anything else
3: uh, I am our DECA head advisor
1: oh my. Which I
3: got kind of lumped into but I like it it's interesting it's a it's a different universe and then uh, I was doing baseball at Egan and Apple Valley for 13 years but with the two newborns we're done with baseball this year we're gonna focus on being home a little bit more
1: wow uh, before you jump in Peter I just want to I we talked a little bit this summer getting you guys hyped up for the uh uh the Friday Night Ice against Mankato East, we'll get to a little bit. But you mentioned that you were a Jag. You, you were, went to Jefferson High School, grew up in Bloomington. Talk a little bit about your hockey background and, and playing in, in Jefferson's system. I
3: uh, graduated in 04. so it was kind of that last run of the Jags. 05 was our last state tournament. Um, we will forever go down as the uh, forgotten bunch because we won the late conference <laughs> and did not go to the state tournament, the only team in Jaguar history not nice. super proud of that what was yeah, your section yeah. loss
1: who'd you lose to in sections
3: we lost to minnetonka for the second straight year Ooh. in the semis and it was slated to be Yzetta versus jefferson a top five matchup coming out of our section and we didn't even get there and we were up two nothing going into the third period so a forgettable moment at Bremer west
1: was that a lindquist coach team or was that sats last team
3: uh Lindquist's second year okay
1: got it I knew he, Sass yep. was in there about 2002 three four somewhere in there so
3: yep oh two was uh was Mr. Satterdallin's last year and then coach Lindquist came in the following year
1: okay yep. all right Peter fire away
0: well right now I'm looking at old box scores I'm trying to find your your name <laughs> here, here to go. see if you ever made a mark uh, the, uh, I think Jefferson. there were
3: 14 total points. So you'd have to scour through a couple years worth of that's box okay. scores. You yeah. still, you
0: still finished with more <laughs> points than both Tony and I did combined in our high school careers. Not so true. Getting, Not true. That's
1: absolutely true. true. I played
0: in the city conference for crying out loud. That's true against kids who couldn't skate. <laughs> That's Pretty fine. <laughs> Kids
1: from Prospect Park. That's a joke from the earlier part of the show. Uh,
0: I mentioned earlier that you took over in the summer of 2010 for Chuck Scanlon at Apple Valley High School. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm always curious because it feels like each year, each offseason, there's some massive turnover. Programs just churn through coaches, whether it. Uh, the parents want a new one or the coach retires or the coach has newborns like you do and they need more family time, but you've been around for over 10 years. So I want to know what the secret is to your longevity as a high school coach. Great question.
3: I I don't know that there's uh, a secret formula to it. I mean, the one thing that, that as a young guy getting hired and um, the AD that actually hired me is now our assistant principal. So we say we're still in the fishbowl because he hired a 24 year old male. <laughs> and we were always being looked at, and anything we did right wasn't right enough, and anything we did wrong was going to be amplified, but to his credit, I will be forever thankful for him having my back on that. Um, the biggest thing that that I wanted to make sure we did was blend the youth and high school together, and I wanted kids from mites on up to know who I was and who the high school kids were, so it's created this, this unity of From mites on, every one of these kids on our roster now, I've known since they've been learning to skate, which is it has a lot of positives. It has some negatives. Obviously, it's a lot of time together, um, but they've grown up knowing what we expect. Um, We have a really good relationship with our youth. Um, You know, youth coaches turn over and over and over. um, But one of the things that our youth does is they have me as the PDC, so player development coordinator, and I spend as much time as possible with the youth teams. Used to be a lot more, obviously with the kids now it's borderline impossible, but um, these kids run our systems. They know our language. It's as smooth a transition as there can be. And just that relationship of knowing each and every kid goes such a far way of, you know, sticking around because it's more, it's way more meaningful than just winning hockey games. It's, it's watching this current group go from, you know, second and third graders to seniors and then on to college and Uh, My assistant has been with me for 10 years here, and it it just doesn't stop, you know, when they get out the door. So that's the only secret I have is, you know, care about the kids and the winning comes along with it. And they ask you back year after year. So I'll be here as long as they allow me to. One of my
1: favorite parts about Apple Valley's youth program now merged with Apple Valley Burnsville is the white helmet I know when I see a little kiddo it could be an eight year old over at the uh, Minnesota cup or a 12 year old. I'm like, oh, and, and I know she's like South suburbs type girl. I'm like, ah, that's an Apple Valley girl. You can spot them. And is that, is that translates, transcends to the varsity as well? Is that, is that part of your signature or is that just total luck?
3: That came about through coach Scanlon um, and we just made it uh, a staple. We said, we're going to be the white hats, you know, forever. So on my side on high performance, I like seeing the white helmets. Cause it's usually, you know, my kids or Hill Murray and Minnetonka have second helmets. I don't think there are many other white helmets um so at our youth kids you know we have some apple valley kids that wear black helmets and i try to nudge them like like hey (laughs) uh, i'd like to see you in a white helmet as soon as i can just so i can (laughs) you know pick you out and they're like Ogs, you know who i am i know who you are i want everyone else to know that you're in apple valley here so yeah it it. just kind of has become a thing
0: i love it it sounds like you got a lot of school spirit don
3: It, it if you had asked me this 15 years ago, I would have never worn anything Apple Valley in my life. It was a, a very disliked rival coming up. Uh, but now if you ask my wife, 85% of my closet is Apple Valley, and I'll wear it until they, they stop letting me wear it.
0: Hey, if they give you free quarter zips and free track <laughs> pants and free toques, you just wear it, okay? You don't have to spend any money on anything. 100%. You wear, you wear the maroon and gold. I like the fact that you brought up a rivalry because now I think it's time that we ask the question that we've wanted to ask since probably over the summer. And um, I don't want to say this out loud because he's going to get such a big head over it, but nobody keeps his ear to the ground or his ear to the iPhone better than my boss, uh, Mr. Scott, here. So – is it possible if you could take us through the process during the off season between the schools of ISD 196 with the the merger that was going to happen and then didn't happen and then there was uh, the riot act read and then some, a building caught on fire and then everything just kind of the dust settled and here we are.
3: Yeah, I, I definitely didn't think that this is where we would end up, but you know we can't can't go back and change it now. I'll choose my my words as carefully as I can, knowing that, you know, we're on a a public forum and obviously I have a few different answers for this. Um, How it came to be, I wasn't in the room, you know, when the ADs met. I just know what, in the conference, I know what we know from what we were told Uh, from our side of things. We were, we were pushing hard for a Burnsville merger and it, it had nothing to do with the kids, you know, talent wise being together. It's these are the kids that they've grown up playing with. Um, My seniors in high school right now have only played one year of youth hockey, not with a Burnsville team. And it was a one-off year where Burnsville went solo. Um, And we saw the writing on the wall being as involved with the youth 10 years ago. And, and, you know, believe it or not, my whiteboard's here, so you'd probably know that I have these projected out about 10 years. We kind of saw that this would be the year that both sides were going to need some help. The unfortunate part, or I guess fortunate for both sides of us, is we've both been very competitive, you know, conference championships, section finals, Burnsville made a couple appearances at the state tournament. So at face value, it didn't seem like a good fit for everyone else to understand, you know, and and whether they want to call that competitive advantage or, or what it was. And I was looking at it more from the numbers perspective of these are the kids that have always been combined. This is where we're going to need both associations need help to survive. And um, I I sure didn't see it playing out the way that it did, but here's where we are. And, you know, there were a lot of things that either did or didn't happen, but, you know, we were, we were hard set. I I look at the Burnsville girls. We, you know, we played, you know, Metro South on Saturday, and obviously some of them are playing elsewhere this year, but those were our kids too. Those were my kids as the PDC. And, I care about them I talked to crummy before the game for a few minutes on Saturday I said god I'm happy you're playing hockey kid and I miss you just don't score against us and she didn't listen to me on that one so <laughs> I'm a little upset about that but you know we we care an awful lot about those kids and, and I wish you know from a personal perspective it it would have gone a different direction but that's all I know is is it didn't and why I can't I can't say publicly because I don't know I wasn't in the room I just I know what I've heard and Everyone's got a story.
1: I, I don't want to pile on. I want to move on to some other quick, quick things, but it's got to be a little bit frustrating personally because you're watching the boys' program do, do it right now um, on, on the boys' level, and they're having some success, and you could probably use your imagination and what you guys could have if it were allowed on, on, the, on the girls' side.
3: You know, 100%. And, and again, I, I wanted it to be clear that it was for the numbers perspective, not a win now or a competitive advantage or put a certain group together because that's not the 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 highway that I want girls hockey in Minnesota to go down. I mean, the, the point of a co-op is to get away from them eventually. We just know that we needed each other at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I spent some time putting some lineups together and seeing – Oh, I remember in twelves these two played well together. And
1: Did they ever? Yeah, it
3: would have been great. But at at this point, like, you know, I can't change it. And for sure, for another year and a half or two years, it's it's not going to go back. Um, I'm glad that our boys are in the situation that they are. Um, you know, we have a fully healthy varsity and JV, and and hopefully they should be competitive. Obviously, they're not loading up to go win, you know, a, a state title. Hopefully they do, but it, well, that wasn't the point of it. The point was for everyone to have a home and and play some competitive hockey. And, you know, we have a fully uh, functional top and bottom. We're not scratching for kids anymore. And we have a home at junior gold for kids that want to play. And it wasn't, you know, cutting anyone and it wasn't uh, doing it for the wrong reasons. So if it, if it comes down that road, maybe we'll explore that later, but you know, right now we can't.
0: I appreciate you answering that question for us. We do. Yeah. I, my, my last comment is I think people forget just how quickly numbers can change. And you know this because you're there at the grassroots level, but I mean, Burnsville boys went to state only a couple of years ago. And then the next year they're scrapping for second line JV kids. And maybe for one year, the Apple Valley girls, Apple Valley, Burnsville girls co-op would have been studs. But I mean, Crumholes is a senior Marie Moran is a senior. It, it's not as if this would have become the Andover of the South suburban conference. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah.
3: That's, that's a good way to put it. And, and I think a lot of the trouble that people outside had was, yeah, for two years, it's going to be, it would be a very good hockey team. But then after that, you know, numbers on our side are pretty good, you know, Burnsville side and not comparing apples and oranges, but they're, they would have a hard time putting any sort of team together. And we looked at it as this is why our youth combined at this age you know, this is why we would like to recommend that our high schools combine too. So I just, I just want the kids to keep playing hockey and and I hope that it can be more geographical and, and make sense.
0: All right, Tony's giving he's giving me hand signals. And I don't sorry. totally understand I, what they mean.
1: I just wanted to get into Friday Night Ice, but I want to make sure you had a question <laughs> first before I jumped into that. Man, I got questions all over goal, the place. Goal! Here. All
0: right, all right. Uh, we'll get away from the the yeah. district. The district talk about this season. Your team's got twenty three goals through five games, and the Morans have combined for sixteen of them. And obviously, that works out for you because you've got two of the top players in the state. Uh, Marie committed to St. Cloud State and Michaela one of the top 06s in the country. But does it ever get tough getting the other players involved when they might think I can just give the puck to Marie or Michaela and they'll skate it down? Is is there a, a challenge in that?
3: I I don't know if the challenge is, you know, to get them from keeping moving the puck. It's it's to try to inspire and find a chemistry in the lineup where we can have depth of scoring and depth of strength and be able to defend at all three lines and all the you know how it is in, in November and December yeah you can have a plan on paper but something's going to go wrong and, and you got to adjust from there um, you know Marie kind of having a little wrench in this too because she's been a forward for us her entire life until last year played nine games at D and uh, projects to possibly be a D at college so we're doing a little bit of both with her and and seeing what will open up for us um, as far as uh, some more depth scoring we have Three or four players that were double digits last year that haven't quite found their footing but they sure will and you know i'm not i'm not as worried about that and you know we're we're scoring a lot so yeah the numbers look inflated but mac's gonna do mac things i mean she's <laughs> she's pretty pretty darn good and you know mar can find the back of the net she can move it and we got kids that are they're gonna find start finding the back of the net so when we hit our stride it's gonna be a good thing but it's a great problem to have right now that, you know, we got a couple of kids scoring at a high level because it's only going to be brought up from there. And there's going to come times where they're not scoring goals at this pace. So we're going to have to find that depth scoring. And, you know, we ran into that on Saturday where, you know, Matt got locked down and Mar got locked down, which doesn't happen often. Um, but we learned some things from it. You know, you win or you learn. Uh, so we reevaluate and we go back to it and we get after it on Thursday. So.
1: Did you ever have when you had all three sisters at the same time? Did you ever have that like moment where like, man, uh, if they don't show up, I'm in big trouble today. You know,
3: we we did not have that moment because we had some really high end depth score. That was the year that we won the conference. Right. We didn't we didn't do what we wanted to do in the section playoffs. We got upset by a team that was better than us that night, but we don't talk about that. No, uh, that, was that was a frustrating one. Uh, yeah, but. Having Mandy, Mac, and Mar play together was super fun. Obviously, you know Mac was a little seventh grader and Mar a freshman, Mandy a junior. And I would have loved to have had him, you know, another year. But unfortunately for Mandy, she came into that injury. Right. Um, We had some really good depth at the time, but there were nights where, as sisters go, they maybe weren't getting along. And (laughs) you—that was what I was trying to get at. You know, (laughs) we're we're going to have to find a different way to score or separate or. What what have you, but uh at I'm the I'm guessing time, it's Mandy mostly really nice good, right?
1: Of, I'm mostly good. Oh, yeah. Like it was, right, it's had to be like in the nineties, really but there's good. gotta be like that one game where you're like, girls, just leave whatever whatever's few. happening and let's you know, I, I could imagine. <laughs> I could only imagine.
3: There were a few. Uh Mandy was really good about being the sheriff and she would make sure that they were fine. And uh we had some really good leaders on that team that would kind of tell them, like, hey, leave your your sister stuff at home, but they're they're, they're all three hockey players. They get it. They knew they were going to disagree. But the second they walked out of that rink, they picked that argument right back up. And whether they solved it by the time they got home, I don't know. I, I stayed out of that. So I They were always pretty imagine. good at the rink, though. I can only imagine.
0: <laughs> uh, I interviewed you after a game, and you had a nickname for a line. And I want you to tell the rest of the world what you called that line, if you remember
3: uh which one because we've had a bunch and all credit of this goes to coach wallace because that is his deal so which line are we talking about
0: Well, wow, which line w- it was dubbed uh all swedish no finish
3: the, the swedes that is the moran line so <laughs> oh, perfect. this is this is how this came about so uh you know the old adage that looks really pretty but they didn't finish the goal all swedish no finish right and it became kind of a challenge to them and we said okay uh, when you score your first goal of the game, you can become the Finns, and Coach Walsh calling out the forwards would say Swedes until they scored in the game. Uh, Max, a seventh grader, her first shift, they're the second line out. She picks a girl's pocket, goes in, deeps the goalie out of her pad, scores. 13-year-old seventh grader skates straight to the bench and goes, we're the Finns now.
1: <laughs> That's the most Max story ever. At-
3: I looked at coach Walsh and said, we're going to have our hands full with this kid for a long time, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't disrespect. It was competitive edge of this is who we are now. So then we made it two goals and, and it became a thing, but coach Walsh is great at picking up on what's going to inspire them. What's going to get them to go. And that made that set of three go. because if we got into the second or third period and they didn't have one yet, Oh, he would needle and push a little bit. Can't start, uh, can't start the Swedes this period because they don't have it going and they would just be shot out of a cannon. So it was, (laughs) it was a fantastic nickname.
1: I love it. Perfect. Love it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Friday Night Ice. Uh, we launched our first one over Thanksgiving with St. Thomas and Creighton Durham Hall, full building. Uh, so full we couldn't bring the bands, but uh, we've talked to your athletic director, and we know the athletic director from Mankato East will bring the bands in for a girls' hockey game. Uh, Bloomington Ice Garden, I think you're familiar with that uh, venue uh, growing up in Bloomington. Um I think it's exciting. We're gonna do We're gonna do a special interest story on, on your team as well as Mankato East as well. Uh, Thirty minute pregame show. I think it's gonna. I'm looking forward to a girls' edition of this as well because I think girls' hockey needs the light a lot more than boys does. What is the feeling around the locker room or just for you in general about this opportunity for this game?
3: We're, we're extremely excited about it. I love the matchup. I think it's going to be a fantastic matchup with Mankato East. Obviously, they returned. Did they lose a senior last year? I don't, I don't think they, they lost.
1: Nope.
3: Right. And they had some talent, obviously, through high performance. And, you know, not a historical rivalry that you're going to go into it and go, hey, there's going to be you know, blood or uh, retribution tonight. But just from a talent standpoint, I think it's going to be really good. And that might make it even better. Um, very familiar. I think our kids are being in the same section for high performance. So that'll be nice, but we're excited for it. Uh, I know that when we had talked on the phone, the the three days in a row from a coach's perspective, I'm a little goofy on, but they're going to get up for that one. They'll be able to get up for the the game after having the bands there, you know, dueling bands is going to be fantastic. The only thing that we're disappointed about, and I've asked our boys head coach if they could move their Friday night game is, and this is my formal plea now, even though he sits five feet from me in our office is we got to get that boys game moved so we can get them on the glass hooting and hollering too because they're your biggest uh, fans and vice versa correct vice versa literally the the first 20 kids in both arenas are are the boys and girls hockey players and uh unfortunately from my perspective it's because a couple of them are you know dating and other ones are just really good (laughs) friends but we say no boyfriends in hockey season they don't listen to me so much but Um, they are, they are fantastic buddies and they get along, so we'd love to have them there, but you know, hopefully we get a great crowd of apple Valley there. And it sounds like Mankato is going to bring a great crowd and you know, we're super excited. You know, like you had mentioned for me personally, anytime walking into big one, I get the goosebumps. I was singing our fight song when we played the Jaguars this year, probably not the best idea when your kids (laughs) are right behind you, but I think they understood. So we're, we're super excited down here. Um, you know, the the two or three that are pretty connected to being asked about it asked me every single day until we said, yes, are we doing this? Are we doing this? Are we doing this? I said, yes, we, we will go do this. This will be a great experience for us. So we're very appreciative and thankful for you having us,
1: and we're thankful too because we, you know, we had the boys, all these conflicts, and I talked to the AD. Because Corey Hansen's his name. He's like, mm-hmm. "We're doing it." He's like, "We're going to figure this out. This is a great opportunity for our kids." And my job as the AD is to put kids in a position have fun and have exciting moments like this. I got your band. I got your kids. I just wish I could work something out with the boys team, but it's just, it's not working out. So kudos to Corey and kudos
0: to you guys for uh, being able to turn on a dime and make this happen. We're excited.
3: It's going to be a blast.
0: It is going to be a blast. Thank you for your time today, coach. That's Don Erdahl, Apple Valley High School. We'll see you for Friday Night Ice. Good luck the rest of the way, coach.
3: Thank you for having me, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Have a great day.
1: Well, that was a fun interview with Coach Erdahl. What would you think?
0: Fun doesn't even begin to describe what that was like. I would like to be a student in his class, for one thing. That class sounds incredible. Which and one?
1: The investing one? Social media one? Well, it's all rolled or... into one. No, there's different ones.
0: What? There were different <laughs> Wow, you just don't there pay attention. There were five different classes. You don't pay five, attention. But I thought there were like five different parts of one class.
2: Mm-mm. Well, uh, was a podcast class. Podcast class.
1: Okay, Five fine. podcasts.
0: Well, when Kayla eventually quits, uh, <laughs> we can just call Apple Valley's Podcasting 101 class for a producer. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fantastic.
1: Well, uh, thanks to our sponsor, Red and Black Leagues, both boys and girls, high school age kids. Uh, the largest league in the state. They got players from all over the place, for, uh, specifically girls' players. That league has doubled in size from year one to year two. So no red out redblackleagues.com. They got the formula for success what is that formula i think the formula is just pretty simple like hey these are just games right we're gonna play games we're gonna keep track of statistics uh you get to meet new players from around the area you can play with players from your own team um it's good i mean it's pretty casual but it's not you know shinny either So, it's a good opportunity for just stay uh, active in the game, but you can still focus on other things like other sports or other interests besides hockey. All right. Hockey, 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 hockey. Which a lot of people are. All right. All right. Uh, Let's move on to games coming up. Uh, This segment is brought to you by uh, Summit Orthopedics. I got a chance to meet two of the surgeons at our uh, Champions Cup. Dr. Scott Pepin, who was the surgeon who operated on my shoulder uh, a couple years ago, and J.P. Delaney, I know you're just going to go off right now uh, when you got a chance to meet J.P. What was your take on him, not as a surgeon, but as a former player?
0: Uh, Well, it doesn't surprise me that he's a surgeon. He doesn't strike me as uh, a real go-getter, so... A surgeon would be an appropriate place for somebody like JP to. Yeah, uh, he
1: was not much of a go-getter. He's kind no. of a type
0: B, <laughs> B minus personality. <laughs> oh, JP was awesome. He he rolled with the punches. Um, it, finding out the the backstory behind his name was also was, was
1: fascinating. It
0: was almost more of an adventure than learning about his playing career at Rochester Lourdes. I agree, I, because it wasn't. What was his name? It was what was uh, his previous Burke, name? Burke Holter? something or Burke, like that. It was like Burkholt. Berkshire, and or then something like that. His wife kept his maiden name, and they didn't want to do the hyphen, so they ended up taking his grandmother's maiden, maiden, name, maiden name
1: or his mom's maiden name or something. Yeah. It was super
0: cool. I actually kind of like that. It's more of a collaborative it's, effort. Yeah, it's
1: it took some thinking.
0: Yeah, but uh, he was he was great. He um, he showed up. He was uh, ready to roll, and he had some great answers and.
1: The best part is, is we cut his interview and put it into both broadcasts yeah. of those varsity games. He stuck around for like an hour and a half and watched a couple games. Well, which he, I, I really love that.
0: He also looked like he could still strap on the pads and play. I mean, oh he, yeah, he looked like you. I want him to come show up at my Tuesday and yeah. Sunday night old he would man school league. You. He I would. School I know you. he would, he but would sure I could you. follow him around and yeah. know, whack I, him on the shin. Pads, playing
1: so. at Colorado College, he told stories about playing with the Scottish brothers and just. It was good. It was. It was a really. He he was a fun guy to meet, and hopefully he comes back and does more interviews with us on these on location interviews. We got a, one coming up for this weekend as well. So thanks to Summit Orthopedics for all they've done to help sponsor our programming like this show, um, all of our high school broadcasts, youth high youth, youth games, everything in between. Uh, your our high your, school scores. High school scores. You name it. They're everywhere. Thanks to them for uh, their uh, participation with. Within our sponsorship program and for
0: repairing your shoulder, yeah, that too. All right, ready to do? Ready to do this? Let's do this. Future games, then picks. Future games, then picks, and then a, a special segment.
1: All right, go. On. You have the list. I'm just checking your work here, my friend. You, all right, you go right. off your list, and I'll see if you miss any.
0: All right, uh, December eighth, Stillwater and Benild St. Margaret's, two teams that we know they've got the talent. We know they've got the juice. Do they have the straw to go in the juice box to actually get the juice out? Yeah, that was a fantastic analogy. Peter. I,
1: that was pretty good. Now do you have this is not one of our pick' games or is this a pick' game? This is a pick' game. Oh, it is. okay. All I right, make so these p- lists just based on pick just pick's. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna circle mm, Benilde
0: on this one. All right. You know what? Just to be a contrarian. all right, give me still water. All right, I work? like this. This
1: is how I win the picks because
0: mm-hmm. Peter likes to be a contrarian more than he likes getting them right. That's true, actually. Uh, Moorhead, Brainerd, Little Falls, December 9th, Section 8AA Battle. This is Moorhead's chance at revenge. They will win. They, I got will, they will exact that revenge. I'm going to take that one as well. All right. There's nothing scarier than an angry potato, i tell you. <laughs> All right. Uh, December 10th, Proctor, Hermantown, and Orono. One of the best games of the year. Where is that game? It's at Orono. Okay. But it doesn't matter because we're going to be on Super Rink (laughs) 6.
1: Stop (laughs) whining.
0: Trying to figure out why the audio doesn't work. (laughs) Stop whining. (laughs) Why the internet's not working either. Uh, Two and three in Class A, two Orono, three Proctor-Hermantown. Super deep teams on paper. This is definitely not a top-line versus top-line situation. Good goaltending on both sides. What do you think?
1: I'm going Proctor Hermantown. All
0: right. I'm going Orono. I figured that. All right. This next game is even juicier, I think. minnetonka dinosaur? Yeah. Oh, juice? That doesn't even begin to describe it. It's yeah. three, two versus three in class. Double A. This time the skipper is traveling to the Hornets.
1: Skippers. I don't think that matters. I don't think. That uh, the last time Minnetonka played on this sheet ice, they won an epic game over Holy Family to go to state. Um i, I got to just lean. I, I think skippers are just
0: gonna too lean. deep. I'm going All right, Tonka. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Tonka as well. All right. Uh, this one intrigues Would me. Would you
1: just both pick against the Dinah girls' high school team?
0: Yeah. That's a first in her ice history. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Do you want me to change it? No. I think
1: it's just <laughs> a first.
0: All right, Rodgers-Hill-Murray. I like this game for a lot of reasons. I do, too. I think these teams are fairly comparable. But yeah, good goaltending on both sides mm-hmm. on Hill Murray's ice and an afternoon game. Who does that benefit more? Uh, I think it benefits Hill Murray more. See, I think it benefits Rogers more. Why? Because if the Rogers coaching staff decides, look, we're going to get together for team breakfast at eight or nine or whatever, it gets them out of bed. It gets them in game mode right away in the morning, whereas Hill Murray might opt to let their players sleep in a little bit. They're closer to home; they don't have to meet the bus at the school or the rink all that early in the morning. I, I, like, I like Rogers. I'm gonna take Rogers.
1: I'm gonna one. take Hill Murray. I'm circling all of our pickems, and then I have stars next to games you miss. This
0: is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, Benilde Holy Family: a battle of Catholic high schools. Do you have this one or no? I'm look. That's... that's You missed? Okay. All right. What did I miss? No, no, no. You're next you're to the oh next day. I got God, that one. I got like, that one. Like my
1: mom. I got that one. You're skipping over a lot of games. This is me. a... The all Catholic... The right, Holy Family. Yep. I went to this game last year. It was
0: really close. The Catholic Christmas Cup. Oh,
1: I'm going to go with the I'm
0: also going to take... I that.
1: am... Now I'm, I'm literally... Putting a lot of chips
0: on the table on Benilde right now. This and is this
1: is a young team. It could come back to haunt.
0: This is also a game where if Holy Family pulls off the win over number six Benilde, be I got zero no more room but to put them in no the top room. ten. So this is one of those statement games for Holy yeah. Family. All right, Crookston Bemidji. Got that Little one down up, here. Oh, up north battle, you know what's up north. Do you know what's up north? Yeah, I do know
1: what's up north. Uh, you know what's interesting about this game? This as I did we actually jinx Crookston. No, we talked about it in the earlier no, segment. We no. did not jinx him. Okay, don't put
0: that evil on me. Okay, all right. All right. I'm going with You're going with All right. Oh man, I'm gonna roll with my pirates. All right. Give me, give We're me Crookston. Get back on the. Back on the ship. Back on the ship. I never got off the ship. Okay. Well, I, just, I stood you're the there. Only one. I stood there while it was on fire <laughs> you're against Waro. I, got I out stood there. Fifty
1: six to eight.
0: Fifty six cannon holes in the bow, <laughs> or the, the star starboard port thing. All right. Is, the, is that the, all of your Pickums? The I sails got, and the steering wheel. I got some other games of <laughs> interest here. I got two more on there, but you seem you seem really excited. No, uh, put Tony's spin on it.
1: That's my job. I'm the uh, spinner. L- l- <laughs> Keep going. You're right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Laverne, Mankato East. That was mine. I gave that one to you. So that's coming Are you done? Is that a pick'em game now? What you made a list. I I'm made just a going list. This chronologically. I made my list. Now you're back on Thursday. I made
0: my list this morning. Yeah. And then you made your list this afternoon. Oh, whatever. And I oh, could wow. hear you muttering to yourself, oh, wow, Benil, Holy Family, that's a good wow. game. Yeah.
1: I didn't look at your list. What? This, this makes it good. Is this a pick game, Laverne-Mankato East? Do you want it to be a pick game? Yeah, sure. All right. I, I'm going to go Laverne. They're 7-0 oh right now. Uh, Cameron Van Batavia is creeping up on our good friend um, Natalie Darwitz for the state's all-time scoring Record, uh, she currently has 17 goals, 7 assists for 24 points in 7 games. Not the pace I expected. I expected her more of a 4-point-a-game pace, not a 3, 3.5 game.
0: Especially a chasing game. a record. You'd think that they would put her out on well, the ice every, rack right? every 20 seconds. I agree.
1: I will go with Laverne. Uh, the loss from Mankato East to Litchfield is alarming to me. Why? Why? Because uh, Litchfield is below 500, and Mankato East is a state tournament caliber team. That's alarming to me.
0: Fair enough. Rozo, Holy Family. Mm. I'm going to stick with Holy Family on that one. Okay. This is another one of those bubble games.
2: Peter, yep. you did not pick for Laverne versus Mankato East. I picked East. Mankato East. Oh, okay.
1: On paper, but you didn't
0: communicate it verbally Bye. to. Hey, Kayla. Kayla. Hey, Kayla. Yes. Mankato East. Okay, thanks. No, no, thank you.
1: All right, keep going.
0: Roso Holy Family. I picked Holy Family. You picked Holy Family? All right. um, Just give me Holy Family. Okay. All right, what what else do you want to do here? Any other what, games? I got some other good ones here. You know, I made a perfect chocolate sundae, and there you are standing there with I, <laughs> I got some more good peanuts, ones. and I got M Ms, <laughs> and I got sprinkles, and I got peanut butter, and <laughs> All
1: right, you missed uh, Proctor, Hermantown, and Grand Rapids Greenway. I think that's a good game. A little two one eight special there. I it's think up, our it's boy up north. I think our boy Willie Peterson will be commenting on that one. I like that game. Um, I'm not saying we're picking them. Just These are good games. Other games of note. Uh, the game of note I thought was kind of cool is Eastridge 6-0 and 0 hosts Woodbury. Rivalry game. Rivalry game. Big time rivalry game. Um, two of their top scorers, Addison Andres, got 18 points, and Lily Fetch, 16 points. Eastridge pointed in the right direction. I think that's, uh, that'll be a good game. Um, and Woodbury's had some good wins already, This double-A wins this year already. So. Do you want to make it a pick or are you no. just highlighting the game? No, I'm just highlighting some other games of note. Rozo-Moorhead, which is an eight-double-A uh, section seating game. I think that makes for interesting. Uh, keep an eye on that one, right? And then here's another one I think is great. Uh, f- speaking of five-double-A... Centennial Spring Lake Park and Champlain Park, Coon Rapids Ooh. face off on the 13th. that's a good game, too, don't you agree? Okay, okay. And then okay. last but not least, um, this is my upset special. I'm going to take a below 500 Chicago Lakes, two and three, visits Moose Lake, who's seven and one. The Wildcats will beat the Rebels. They're taking upset Chisago, Chisago Lakes, Lakes over Lakes.
0: Moose Lake. Area. Unranked
1: unranked team um, below 500. I think that's fair to call that an upset.
0: Those programs, at least the surrounding area, seem very similar to me. Very. Very lake-driven. Yep, very. I agree. Lake life. You didn't laugh at my joke. I didn't think okay. it was that funny.
1: Wait. Chisago Lakes, Moose Lake. Oh, it's not oh, what I. Oh. It's not what I sound like at all. Okay, sorry. Did you got an upset? No. After my shellacking I took last week with Woodbury over Stillwater, I'm going back to a little safer upset special.
0: Well, if I—I I mean, I, I have you notes. Got one? I have notes for one, but I—I picked, on. picked against this team last week. Not do it again. I just think Maple Grove is ripe for an upset, so I'm taking Elk River. Oh my! Over goodness. Maple Grove. Elk River plays everybody close. Last season, they just lost think to it Maple if they Grove. They win.
1: You pour champagne.
0: Three to two, and three to nothing. Julia Wilson's got nine points. Carly Humphrey's got seven points. They can rotate between two good goaltenders and Abby Hueslet and Addie Brant. I like Elk River in a close one. I just think they could make it a two to one game. Is exactly what I said about Blaine Maple Grove last week. I just I think the Crimson are ripe for an upset. Keep talking about Elk
1: River because I think they just got beat by someone. Probably.
0: I, I don't care. I just
1: I don't care. Don't think they had a good week. Their last game, they, they lost, they to lost a plane. So. <laughs> okay. Blaine just lost a Maple Grove 4 rips. So yeah, this oh. would this would definitely qualify as an upset. There you go. So what do I get if I win? You more champagne. You got to buy it though. I'll buy. I've it? bought the last oh, two. Oh wow, I'm, you're such a big spender. I'm out
0: $11. You're a big spender. I like that song.
1: Well, that wraps up the future games and Pickums thanks to Summit Orthopedics for their sponsorship of our stuff. And last but not least, oh, we got two more well, oh, you got something. You go with your Jonestown jimmies. and then uh, Jonestown
0: was not where I went to school. Nobody went to school at Jonestown. Nobody well, made it c- out of oh, Jonestown. Oh, Nobody, gra- Nobody graduated from Woo! Jonestown. Okay, let's put it that way. <laughs> something about the principal and Kool Aid and all Kool-Aid. right, all right. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to my Jamestown jimmies, the women's volleyball team, capturing the first ever national championship in the school's one hundred and. 30-something-year history. School's been around since the late 1880s. And we won our first Natty last was night. Was that
1: an NAI or NCAA?
0: NAI. Yeah, I figured. Still a national championship. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That. You went to that school that 70,000 other kids went to. Good for you. <laughs> I did. But it couldn't have happened to a better program. Uh, head coach John Hagerly, has been around for 13 years. He was When I was a student there, he was always... Nice, kind. He's one of the most genuine humans you'll ever find. He could coach anywhere. He's got that type of resume, but he hangs out in little old Jamestown. And uh, very, very proud to be a Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, congratulations. Cheer for Jamestown College. Fight for victory. Let to let our colors this. orange and black We pledge our loyalty Fight, fight, fight When wow. the battle's hardest wow. We'll come really. crashing through J-A-M-M-I-E-S-O so Jimmy's, Jimmy's, here's to you It's better than the gopher All fight song
1: three listeners remaining After you went into that, thanks just Do you want to sing the gopher fight the song? show
0: killer, no, I, I, I prefer you want, To keep you want to my sing that one? biases uh, at home Come on come gang, let's see what we can do no, that's not no, Corbin. No, down a notch or two. No, bum, no bum, okay, bum, ba- right. ba- can
1: we get to Tony's tough talks? Because that's why everyone. Teams, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot
0: everybody's waiting. Oh man, I can't wait to hear what Tony's going to talk. Oh
1: about. what? No. What about the review? Oh, you're going to. Oh, we're going to do a review of the picks. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's,
0: it, why don't we just ten? Why don't we just turn this to ten minutes with Tony Scott?
1: No, here we go. Let's go hear your pick reviews.
2: Okay. Do you want me to just give you <laughs> all the games? Sure. Or do you want me to just tell you who won?
1: I know
0: one. I win every week. Uh, my Jamestown Jimmy's won a national championship last <laughs> yeah. night. I'm already a winner. Thank you. Yeah. All okay.
2: Right. Edina versus Hill Murray. Tony won. 2 1, Edina. Crookston versus Blaine. You tied. Does that mean you both get a point or you both yeah, get no points? Yeah, let's
0: give us both a point. Okay. Because Peter's got low self esteem. Wow, that is some University of Minnesota mentality right, right. there.
2: Gentry versus War Road. 10 to 7, War Road. I Tony got that one won. Right.
0: Peter got that one wrong.
2: Edina versus Holy Family. You both picked Edina, so you both get a point. Got four. Holy you Angels got versus Mound West Tonka. Tony won. Two to one, Holy Angels. It was a five to two victory mm-hmm. for Tony. It was a pretty bad week five, for you. Five to two.
1: Or, or four <laughs> to one. Fun. I like actually kind of like it, Peter. Like uh, You shouldn't get credit for that tie. So you'd only gotten one right in pickums this week. Nice. Good
0: work. I'm still far more handsome. Far more successful for my age. <laughs> my Roth IRA is probably better than yours.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That, is, I, that part you got me on. That's for sure. As soon as the
0: cameras go off, I'm
1: going to die. It's fine. That's fine. I got, I won the Pickhams. I win every week.
0: It kind of gets old after a while. Oh yeah.
1: Um. Okay. Now can we go to
0: Tony's tough talks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, right. here we go. Tony's tough. Tony's tough talk. So
1: I get a call last Friday. It was last Friday, um, and it's a very disturbed uh, ex coach um, from Northern Minnesota. We'll call it, and he says, "You know, there's been a, there was an incident last night in the crowd at one of the games we were at. He's a scout, and uh, the incident was racial slurs made towards a player from the opposite team." and uh, I've done a lot of research, uh, I've reached out. I think I have uncovered all the facts, but I believe as of right now there was an apology and uh, school suspensions given to the kids at school, but I have not confirmed that, so I'm not going to list any school names, teams, coaches, athletic directors until I have all of this down. But I'm so hot about this topic after what happened with Jagger Joshua just you know 21 days ago and another incident come up this time with fans. What I really want out of this, Peter, and you can say your two cents too, what I really want out of all of this racism in the game of hockey is obviously to go away, but I, what I want is I want kids to learn, and that's what I was communicating to the athletic director at the school. Is like I don't want to cancel – these teams I don't want to kick teams out of conferences I just want people to learn that if you're going to do this there's going to be um, consequences and I also want them to learn that maybe we shouldn't have these types of behaviors uh, in your on your teams or in your school or anything like that so I'm f- hoping for the sake of hockey that uh, the hockey can get this thing taken care of sooner or Rather than later, there's your Tony's tough talks, Peter.
0: Um, I don't. I obviously don't have a dissenting opinion. No. I. I would add that outside of the obviously morally reprehensible action of mentioning a racial slur to an African American hockey player, you're embarrassing your school. You're embarrassing your community. You're making everybody look bad with this i don't know what you think you're accomplishing with this you're just making yourself look like a moron That's and a people go to word. these games I, you, so the next time that you uh, use an exit you walk into a local store and you want to get a job a part-time job as a kid and you know somebody saw you at the game doing something like this people go to these games people yeah. see you you're in public i agree I How agree. stupid can you be? Even in private, it's
1: not good. We had a long talk about this on our show, our Hockey's for Everybody podcast with Kendall and Anthony last week. And one of the things that these, as, as Anthony uses the fancy word microaggression, these microaggressions really have a long-lasting effect on people. And quite frankly, let's try to avoid that. You know, hurting other people's feelings, and if you want to hurt somebody's feelings, um, think twice. You know, and if you see something like this happen, whether you're an adult or a student or anything in between, stop it. You know, stand up for these people because they need uh, the respect for our game to grow uh, for lots of reasons. Um, We we definitely uh, our hearts are out for kids like the kids that this happened to all the time and. These microaggressions are bad stuff for hockey. Anything else, Peter? Nope. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Jack's Cafe, Red Black Leagues, and Summer Orthopedics. For Peter Odney and our producer, Kayla Jo Franz, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in to Her Ice
0: used to keep it cool used to be a fool all about the bounce in my step watch it on the news what you gonna do i could hit profession and forget used to keep it cool